Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Where are we? Who are we? Welcome to the Stalo Podcast. My name is Anthony Barrera. I am the host. Joining me is my co-host, Samaj Melson. Mr. Smashavelli, baby. Please don't forget the baby. Good to be back. Let's go. Hell yeah, man. Let's go. 2-0. Oh. Hold on. We'll talk about that in a bit. Also joining us is James Mena. Here we go again. <laughs> Welcome. Good to be back. Welcome back. <laughs> no longer guest host, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. We're in contract talks right now. <laughs> we'll get into that later. For real. Let's talk about Let's go right into it, man. I'm fresh off of this. Raiders pick up a huge victory against the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? How do we feel about this? feel amazing. 2-0 since the coaching swap, which was dramatic. A lot of people said if we didn't win another game all year, they wouldn't even be mad. You know what I mean? And this team said, fuck that. We're going to win every game. <laughs> um, the thing I took most away about this game is sometimes the Raiders play down the team's level. You know what I mean? They played on another level. In the beginning of this game, it sure looked that way. Yes, it did. In the very, very beginning. And then the Raiders played exactly how they were supposed to play and beat a team that they're supposed to beat. You know, the Eagles are on their way, but they're not quite there yet. If the Raiders are going to be dominant, they have to beat teams like this. And they did. They dominated them exactly like they should. Those games that you circle on the calendar and, like you say to yourself, we should beat this team. We're better than this team. They play hard. You know, uh, Derek did. Carr went off for 323. Again, over 300 yards. Man went off for two touchdowns. Had that unfortunate pick um, off a of deflection. I mean, I really wouldn't even call that one his fault. I yeah, forgot. That, that's a, I forgot how that yeah, that's that set how the up pick the, went. Uh, I was like, the Eagles ah. first touchdown. Yeah, Richard dropped that ball. I remember that now. Okay, yeah. I forgot that for a second. Um, um, do we want to talk about maybe Josh Jacobs? I mean, on Josh, obviously he's a beast. That game actually, like a couple runs that he had, reminded me how nice he is because we haven't seen him a lot this season. I personally, my personal belief is that he isn't completely healthy. I, I, I have to believe that's the only reason. Six carries for, I mean, negligible yardage. He had 29 yards. He did average 4.8 yards, which is the first time he's gone over four yards in a bit. Yeah, um, it's been pretty bad. He did have that touchdown, yeah. which was key. Um, certainly looked like his old self there. Right? Well, the way healthy. I see it is when he's out there, he's dominant, bro. He just hasn't been out there very often. I, I mean, I he guess only has two hundred yards. Kind of reminds me of Zeke. Like they kind of are similar running backs if you think about it. You know, like they they'll go head on basically with the truck, basically. You know, so I've seen this. I I've, think, seen, I've seen both of them truck the shit out of human beings. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just having you know, obviously some type of injury. Obviously, so maybe just I just noticed maybe yeah, he hasn't been doing good. Obviously, For real. But, you know, just like Elliot wasn't doing good, now he's doing good. Maybe I'll bounce back, you know. So about the defensive year. line coming up with some some plays, you know what I'm saying? The uh, Yannick got his two sacks. He did, he did. Yeah, the defense, uh, it was playing at a, I wouldn't say elite level, like especially towards the end during garbage time when they just – Definitely throw away stuff. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, let's be honest. That game wasn't that close, bro. Like, it honestly should have been, like, like, 33 to, like, 10, like, 14 or whatever. Like, they they could. The defense was shutting them down. I feel like they just let them do some stuff. Like, yeah, we're up. Like, let's let them, you know. But, like, look, Smash has Jalen Hurts as his fantasy quarterback. Let him get some (laughs) points in garbage time. (laughs) Top him out. Appreciate you guys. But, yeah, exactly. I guess you could say it's garbage time. It's like, yeah, they're probably not going to come back. For real. Who have they got next? Who, who's up next on the schedule? They the New York Giants. New York Giants. Danny Dimes. Definitely a winnable game, I would say. But a team you can't sleep on because they beat the Saints out of nowhere. That was random. 
That was uh, yeah. What the fuck? They looked elite that week. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was just like, they came with fuck? some heart that week, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, we can definitely team. beat them. Definitely should beat them. We'll see how that goes. For real. Um, let's keep it moving though. Chiefs get fucking wrecked by the Titans, twenty-seven to three. What happened, man? It was awesome to see. <laughs> <laughs> just take a moment to think about how amazing that was. I don't know. I think, uh, my I mom's was just having. My mom's uh, was making bad decisions. The Titans are elite. You know what I mean. That's how they're playing right now. The Chiefs' defense is just like, bro. I like. I was looking at some of the stats. They're like thirty second in a lot of a lot of categories, man. Like they can't. Uh, that offense can't do everything for them. If you know what I mean, they have to be perfect to win a game, and they have not been perfect to say the least. Mahomes has thrown an interception and. I think the last 16 games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But honestly, what I've been uh, seeing from Mahomes as well is like, yeah, he's made some worse decisions than usual. But honestly, receivers are dropping a lot of balls and turning into picks. You know, three of the his interceptions have been off Tyreek's hands. Straight off his Shit. hands. And like, you know, the numbers look bad. But um, same thing that happened to Derek Carr where we were talking about Rashard. Like that interception wasn't his fault. Yeah, you can't true. do anything about that. Mahomes has had some ugly interceptions this season more than any other where he's trying to make something happen that really isn't there. You know what I mean? But he has had receivers drop balls, and that is when not helping. When your defense is as bad as theirs is right now, yeah. there is a pressure on the offense that you have to be able to outshoot anyone because at any point in time, your defense will fall and just allow any team to just walk through, right? <clears throat> yeah, look who they're playing, too. Like. Titans, Henry, this guy is like a Sasquatch. And it's not like the Titans had like a statistical, you know, frenzy against them. Like Tannehill went off for 270, had a touchdown, had a pick. Henry didn't go over 100 yards. He had, you know, 86 yards on 29 carries. He had a touchdown pass. He did have a touchdown pass. You're goddamn right he did. (laughs) That was funny to see. He's big as hell back there. Yeah, but yeah, you gotta man. give it to Titans though. They do. They did a great job. I guess. Yeah, I guess the Chiefs' defense aren't too isn't too good, but and they had some injuries. But but they've been dominating week in and week out recently. Yes, Titans. but you gotta give it to the Titans. I, I, I might have to walk back that uh, yeah. Tannehill hate one day. Yeah, Tannehill. Sheesh, he's, he was looking nice that game. I think they really had man. you know a statement to say. Let's put it that way. I bet you they feel good about themselves, huh? <laughs> But speaking I, I of three Miami and three team buddies, uh, oh, you said they miss Tannehill. I've been talking below. I had four touchdowns last game. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of making a statement, Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat the Ravens. They don't. They dog walk the Ravens. Have they arrived? Have Honestly, the Bengals are, arrived. Because think about this. This is this is what I was thinking. What's their record? Five and two. They're uh they're five and two. Yeah. Well, six and two now. They were one field goal Marshall away. They were like three field goals that they missed away from beating the Packers. That was a close one. Packers are a really good team. So maybe that game wasn't so fluky. Maybe the Bengals are really legit. It doesn't really make sense to me how they got legit this fast, especially not developing that O-line. And I don't know. Their defense is just playing playing very well, man, and keeping them in every game. The Ravens' defense completely – they didn't show up. This man went off for 400 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, that's big Joe Burrow, man. That's big cigar Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? I'm an LSU fan, so I love to see it, especially to Jamar Chase, who went off for yeah, 200 yards. And remember, yeah. preseason, we were talking about how he wasn't looking good. Like, reports had said Jamar Chase was looking the worst out of everybody, blah, blah, blah. And look at him now. He had a rough start. Yeah, that's true. Joe Mixon. Jeez, that was a great game. Oh, Joe <laughs> Mixon's doing really well. He really uh, proved to me that he's legit. Yeah, I, I know we, we kind of shit-talked him at the beginning of the season to be like, Joe who? <laughs> that's he Joe had a few bad seasons. 
He did. He was on my fantasy team a few years ago. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, Joe Burrow beating Lamar Jackson, is a, that's a pretty big statement, especially the, in the AFC North, which is now suddenly one of the most highly contested divisions in football. <laughs> it's crazy, man. The Bengals weren't supposed to be legit this year. I mean, I bet if we all go back to our uh, picks on that division, guarantee you the Bengals was last on all of our lists. Big facts. I didn't think they could keep Joe Burrow safe. No, me either, bro. But, I mean, let's see where it goes from here, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. The Yeah, shout out to them. The Joe Burrow experience. <laughs> uh, let's keep it moving, though. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Uh, Patriots throttled the Jets 54-13. to Mac Jones and company doing the fucking New York Jets dirty. <laughs> bro, I don't know how they scored 54 points, like, when I saw that on the screen, you know how ESPN has a, you know, I mean the headline on the bottom, bro. I couldn't believe when I saw fifty four points. I was like, bro, is that real? <laughs> that really happened? Like, holy shit! Like these guys destroyed them. Imagine going to that game as a Jets fan, man. That is demoralizing. That's got to do everything for Mac Jones's confidence, though. Like, no, definitely, he must feel like that man right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Zach Wilson is hurt and now sidelined for some weeks. The Jets just traded for Joe Flacco, actually. Uh, they nice. did. They traded for Joe Flacco today. That's. I feel like Joe Flacco has officially <laughs> hit rock bottom as a quarterback. Now no, watch the Jets go undefeated the rest of the season. <laughs> what if he just, like, fucking, like, the replacements? He's just, like, fucking <laughs> no, just Keanu like, oh, Reeves shows up with the fucking sideburns and the beard. He's going to come through like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, when, he fell in there, when he's filling in for the Dolphins. Sheesh. He's got it in him, man. He was a, people like to forget he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. For yeah, you that's like true. Man's got it. <laughs> oh, sometimes he's looked homeless like fuck. Yeah, no, nah, I feel it. <laughs> that is a horrible score, though. Jesus, 54. Yeah, Patriots destroy them. 54, man. right? And the Jets are probably the worst team in the NFL right Dude, now. Dude, Jets, I don't know. Like, I went, like, remember that talk we had about losing 40 to 0? This might be worse. I don't know how you're a Jets player entering the fucking locker room and you're not completely fucked up by the way that you've played. I mean, the last few, this season is a disaster for them in I mean, every sense of the word. Personally, if I was one of the dudes that scored a touchdown, well, I, mean, I, I, I don't know what the fuck y'all do. I scored. Like, I don't know what's so hard about it for you guys. <laughs> Where's the defense at? You know what I mean? <laughs> the defense scored the touchdown. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That's been week seven recap, man. End of segment one. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll be back for segment two. Let's go. Welcome back to the Stay Low Podcast. This is segment two, and I want to start it off by, if you were watching football, you know that Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown. His 600th touchdown, which was a record. Fuck yeah. And funny enough, Mike Evans didn't know that it happened. And he <laughs> gave it to a fan. And what I want to say, if you were that fan, what are you doing with that ball? And let's be completely honest. Are you giving it back to Tom Brady or what are you doing? Um, well, I think what Tom Brady offered the the guy officially was like a helmet and like a few jerseys. You know, like a team gift card for like a thousand bucks where you can go to like the team store and like get a jersey or some shit. Um, not worth it. That's not what I would do. Yeah, no, that's that's that ball is is worth a fucking lot more than that. All right, so officially, 
He got most of the things you said. He got a hundred or not a hundred. He got a thousand dollars to the team store. He got signed jerseys and helmets from Tom Brady and Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Which probably worth some good money at the end of the Real day, especially now. And then he also got season tickets for I think it was the rest of this season and next year. That's hard as fuck. You know what I mean? That's hard as fuck. He got he got all that, but the ball was minimal. They said it was it was worth five hundred k, like minimum. Yeah, definitely. That's a five hundred. That's, that's not just Tom Brady's history. That's literally NFL history. And yet, then think five hundred and ten percent. The only human being, the <laughs> only human being that's done it. One hundred and ten percent. So what I'm telling you is, you don't think that there's a Tom Brady fan somewhere willing to pay a million dollars, maybe two. You know what I mean? There's some rich. Do you people know what in the NFL world. is willing to pay for that, just to have it in like Canton later on. So. I'm going to steal the floor from both of you guys and telling you I'm keeping that fucking ball. I'm sorry, Tom Brady. You're going to have to break that bag <laughs> to get that ball for me because I know you want it. Like, I'm yeah, sorry if I sound like an asshole, up. but I'm going to be honest. Tom Brady's rich as fuck. Like, <laughs> it's not going to break his pockets to break me off with that ball. You know what I mean? And Mike, and Mike Evans could pay him back later or something. <laughs> like, uh, go down I'm as sorry. the guy who got a million off Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, um, I want season tickets for the rest of my life. I want. Brady to hook me up with, uh, you know, some compensation, some monetary numbers that I'll write on a napkin and then give to him. Probably around the neighborhood of something like that. I'm not a greedy man. I don't need a whole lot. And then I want to be his friend. Text you Christmas, Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Fuck that. I want to go out drinking with him. I don't want to fucking, like, do that. I want to do the fun shit. Like, when he's stressed out and, like, everything, like, he lost a game or some shit. Like, hey, man, let's go out and have a beer. And then, like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And we'll talk about the 600th ball. And the fact that, like, yeah, I'm squeezing everything I can out of this. <laughs> oh, shit. So neither of y'all going to give it back to me? Would you have taken the, uh, what they are? I would keep it and sell it. That's for sure. And sell it? Yeah. I mean, you can change your Try family's to get the life situation Try to get the mill that, up there. You know what I mean? So I'm okay. sorry if I sound greedy or selfish, but I'm being honest. He's a Bucks fan. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't even like Tom Brady. No, just <laughs> Nothing against the guy besides, you know, the tuck rule. But, I mean, it is what it is. Sorry, yeah. Brady. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't get that shit. <laughs> that guy was a good sport for giving it back. He probably he def he I can't think that he was thinking of how much the ball was worth. Like it was yeah, an in like, the moment thing. Yeah. You have this guy, like this official <laughs> looking <if> <laughs> NFL dude coming and like, hey, give me that shit. What if like, well, you can't hey, leave bro. unless you give it to me? Fucking kill you. That's an NFL property. I mean, think about this. Brady knew how much that ball was worth. He knew it was worth a pretty penny, bro, so yeah, dude, take me out for dinner. I would offer, I would offer some money for that ball, like at least twenty five k. You know what I mean? Because that's like good bread, and if the ball's worth so much more. You know what I mean? So I don't know. So drop in the bucket, motherfucker. Yeah, whatever, man. I'll just say like being a nice guy. I guess like that makes me feel like nice guys finish last right there. He <laughs> fumbled the bag. Did Mike knew? Think he knew? As soon as he got home, his wife must have been so fucking angry. At him. I mean, I just got to be honest. Like you real quick, I know knew? we're kind of like dwelling on this topic, but I just want to say it's common sense that that ball's gonna be worth some fucking money, man. No, no, no. Do you think that uh, Mike Evans knew that? He no, he didn't. No, he, he, he admitted didn't know. to not knowing. <laughs> You gotta think if Mike Evans didn't know Joe Schmo, like they didn't announce it until like like seconds after like the play had finished. And he was like, "Oh shit!" I would have kept it just because it's a Tom Brady touchdown ball. Like after he retires, like that's gonna be like, "Yeah, Tom Brady threw a touchdown. Look it up. I was there. Take a, I took a picture. <laughs> he got me on camera. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a wrap, bro. bro. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, Brady, you wouldn't have gotten that ball back. So uh, let's move it though. Let's keep it moving. To uh, I have a question for you guys. Right now we're at week seven of the NFL season. Which division? is the most difficult to play in. Honestly, I kind of want to say the NFC West. That's what I was feeling. Because the Rams and the Cardinals are powerhouses. 
You know what I mean? And the Seattle Seahawks were supposed to be a good team, but the uh, uh, Russell Wilson got struck. hurt. Russell Wilson got hurt. And the Niners really aren't bad themselves, bro. I mean, they looked pretty bad last week, but they have, like, a ridiculous amount of injuries. So I feel like that's a really tough division to play in right now. I feel like it's the AFC North right now. I mean, I can understand that, too. Like, you have, like, a man like Lamar Jackson, which before this week was, like, the biggest threat in the NFL, in my opinion. Like, that's the one team you didn't want to really fuck with. My team beat them. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I understand why you're saying that because the Bengals turned out to be a contender, and we had them like we were just thinking they were pretenders, bro. They didn't, we didn't yeah, think they were no. legit. I didn't, I, yeah. Last week, I you know I think we had them in a in a on the bubble when we did AFC contenders and pretenders. Yeah, we were debating, but we thought for sure that they were gonna crumble. Where do you, you think they lie now? Oh, they're they're. Contenders. Let's readdress those teams. We had what the Bengals, the the Raiders, and what was that third team we had on the bubble? The Chiefs. Was it the Chiefs? I think it, I think it was the Chiefs. So I was gonna go ahead and say the Bengals and Raiders are actually looking like contenders. You know what I mean? And yep. I, I know the Raiders, like we're Raider fans, and it sounds biased, but honestly, I thought we were done after John Gruden. But the way that this team has bounced back and all the talent on this roster, we're definitely contenders. Like we're a team you got to watch out for, man. You saw what we did to the Eagles. If these sorry teams, no, that sounds bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> Eagles aren't that bad, but you know what I mean. Like it's if you aren't the upper echelon in the NFL, you're not gonna dominate the Raiders. Besides the Bears, you know what I mean? That's it was a bad week. That was a bad week. But honestly, I really do believe that the the Raiders, and now I do believe that the Bengals are contenders. They proved to me. You know what I mean? The Chiefs. They're not pushovers. And the Chiefs, to Listen, me, are now man, pretenders. you're three and four. I feel like you said this a couple weeks ago or last week. You feel like they can lose six games and still, like, run the table and, like, just make the sneak in the playoffs. They could, but at this rate, it looks like they're Honestly, I think that they might shut Mahomes down. Do you think any— uh, He got smacked If this week, season bro. goes, like, south, right, and they go down to, like, the Titanic— are there any questions about anyone on the team? Mm. That's you know what I'm saying. Are there any questions about Andy Reid? Is there any questions about Mahomes? His contract. We'll talk about the, his contract in a bit. Uh, are there there definitely been questions about the defense. Defense is getting fucking shelved at the end of the season. Yeah, they, they, at least they better be because that's their biggest problem right now. The only person who come, should come back is Tyron Matthew. He's the only one who tries out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like, at least. For real. Um, but yeah, AFC North definitely the hardest division in my opinion. AFC West honestly isn't too far behind. If the Broncos were legit, we can make a better case. That's true. But they they turned out to be uh, and, pretenders. And, and don't sleep apart. on the Browns in the AFC North, man. Like they're only a game behind. I mean, they got they're actually like two games behind. They only oh. won three games, I believe. Really? Shit. Maybe maybe they have four. Maybe they have four wins because they did just beat Denver. They are four and three. Yeah, they're so four they're and four and three. But also Baker's not a hundred percent right now. And they haven't clicked completely. They got two uh, running backs injured. You know what I mean? So we have to see what the Browns can do. If they, they can get healthy and they can get it together at the end, they could be a very dangerous team. But no. at the moment, you know what I mean? It's not looking great. Not terrible, but not looking great right Honestly, now. Honestly, the NFC West, Pretty fairly pedestrian considering all the picks we had like early in the season. We thought the Niners and the Seahawks would be so much more. Well, I mean, let's be honest, though. Like, a lot of injuries... On both teams. Like, if the, the Seahawks had Russell Wilson right now, they'd be more It'd be of a, a threat. completely different story. It'd be a completely different story. The Niners, I mean, I just got, I just feel like they're just in a growing, we're um, going through some growing pains right now. They're going through some growing pains, and they're in a really tough division. Cause One thing is certain, this is not the same Super Bowl team from a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, it's it's not, it's not, but um, they can they can get back on uh, pace. They can definitely get back on pace soon. They have to get healthy, and they have to stay healthy. Bro. I feel like that's been literally, like, the narrative of the Niners, like, the past, like, five seasons, bro. 
injuries after injuries. I guess we're, I don't know what's Just going on in there. Bad like luck. They're, they're you know, like uh, a training facility luck. or something, but I don't know, man. Something's in the air out there in Santa Clara. Facts. Um, let's keep it moving, though. Um, this is a little fun one. Uh, which last place team do you think has the best shot of getting back into the playoff race? Oh man, I want—I really wanted to say the Niners, but nah. They're, just to they're just done. to give I'll some uh, clarification, there. last place teams in the AFC: it's the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Steelers, and the Texans. In the NFC, it's the Giants, the Niners, the Lions, and the Panthers. I think the best chance, probably the Steelers. They probably have the most talented roster out of all those teams. If Ben gets fucking like stem cell injections or some <laughs> shit. And refines some like finds some inner fucking youth, uh, maybe, but just in that division, like I already said, it's one of the tougher divisions to be in. I don't think they they have the offensive talent. Their defense is probably not going to get the job done either. Hey man, you asked me who had the best chance. I don't feel like none of those motherfuckers can make it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Lions? Oh man, my heart goes out for them. For real, bro. Like they kept up with the Rams. Like my heart, my heart goes out for them, bro. They've been in almost every single game. And they their lost. head coach was like fucking crying a couple weeks ago. That's just like true, on man. Fucking, I feel bad for him. Damn, bro. He got heart, man. He got heart. Uh, Panthers. I mean, Sam Darnold. The redemption arc is still alive. I think uh, they're three and four. You know, it's it's not the sh- the sink isn't ship uh, the sink is <laughs> <laughs> the ship isn't sinking. I think it's sinking, man. When you start off three and zero, didn't they? Yeah, it's it's gone bad. For, so they lost for four games in a row. God damn. C Maybe C Mac comes back. For real, man. Jeffrey, no, 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 if he comes back. We know who C-Mac is, man. If he comes back, then, you know, maybe things will change, right? <laughs> All we could hope for. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll win two more games. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't spend a lot of time on sorry teams, so that's been the uh, time allotted for that. That being said, man, that's been segment two. We'll catch you guys in segment three. Uh, What's up? Welcome back to the Stay Load Podcast. We're here with segment three, overs and unders. Which one's the, we'll start with the start over. With some over, over reactions, over and under reactions. Um, the first one is going to be that the Patriots are going to the playoffs. Can I answer this one? Let's hear it. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Next question. That's <laughs> over. Hey, That's it's over, the same right? team that just put up 54 points against, against an NFL team. We could put 50 against the Jets. And I'm talking about me, you, and James. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's an overreaction. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to the Mac playoffs. Mac Jones is not going to see the playoffs. Sorry, bud. Sorry, Bill year. Belichick. Not this time. Have fun. <laughs> Get some sleeves on your hoodie. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. This is another overreaction. Baker will not get a contract extension from the Browns, but Daniel Jones will. That sounds... Well, I think, I think the Browns are going to stick with Baker for sure, to be honest with you. And yeah, I'd say Jones st- gets that contract. What if, what if it ha- happens in reverse? <laughs> Jones leaves, Baker stays, gets that contract. I mean, I'll tell you straight up. I believe both quarterbacks do get a contract with both teams, but I do believe the Browns should move on if they have an option to. If my theory about Russell Wilson pans out and his days are numbered as a Seahawk, we might see some fuckery that leads to some things happening Sheesh. where maybe Baker Mayfield is in Seattle. Sheesh. I mean, honestly, uh, you can't. That'd be pretty cool, dude. Throw anything out the window right away, bro. You know what I mean? So I think you would love playing with Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's what I would like. Yeah, honestly, that, that sounds pretty like dope. That seems like a fantastic pairing. 
I mean, honestly, that sounds pretty dope. And I think uh, Russell Wilson has a chance to win a championship if he goes to Cleveland. You know what I mean? They get the uh, He'll bring Odell together. right the fuck back. It'll be pretty lit to see, bro. So, honestly, Jeez, I hope that, that happens cool. now. But um, I say both teams resign. But the Browns should keep their options open because Aaron Rodgers is going to move on. Like, there's a bunch of quarterbacks that are – I'm not saying he wants to go to Cleveland, but, I mean – what I'm saying is that there's, there's a bunch of uh, other quarterbacks going to be available for the first time. You know what I mean? And I say you don't just put that out the window. That's true. Guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, but I think Daniel Jones for sure stays with the Giants. I don't think they move on from him. I don't think they're looking at it the way the Browns should be looking at it. Pharrell. He's got the he's got the Manning co-sign, you know? That's, that's kind of, <laughs> you know, that's not nothing, man. That's, you know, Peyton Manning saying this kid is good. Yeah, he's different. He's paid to say that. <laughs> Daniel Jones' agent was like, "Yo, man, I need a favor." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's move on. Let's keep it moving. Uh, next overreaction is that Mahomes was not worth the 500 million dollar contract that he got. I mean, I don't know if anybody's worth the 500 million, but <laughs> Mahomes is going to be a beast for a long time to come. Everybody gets you know slowed down, figured out a little bit. You know what I mean? But you can't expect all 10 years to be perfect. But if you're paying the $500 million, I understand, like, maybe you do. But that was never going to happen. So that's why I do say it's like an overpay. But at the end of the day, that's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he's, they secured him for majority I of his career. I think more than anything, this league is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. And it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, they might reconstruct that. Or, yeah, they'll probably rework that. I don't know. I don't know if there exists a trade available to move Mahomes from that spot. I don't think they would ever. I don't know if there's any package you could put together that would do that. So I think this is definitely an overreaction. This motherfucker just took this this team to the Super Bowl not too long ago. He had a few bad games. Yeah, let's let's chill. Let's chill on the Mahomes hate, even though he's their fucking rival. And I love seeing him him (laughs) below 500. But the man has done too much to be shit on this much for a little bit of trouble. Let's move on to underreactions. That the this is another this is a good one. Um, the Titans are Super Bowl contenders. I dig it. I mean, they can definitely make it. I feel like I've been on the show saying that I think the Titans are a pretty good team. Been I feel like I made that statement, and then you told me like, nah, they're trash because <laughs> because of uh, Tannehill. I'm, I'm not like, yeah, I thought Tannehill hate. I thought Tannehill was nice. Listen, all respects nice. go out to Derrick Henry. He's like bringing back the running back game for real, like. So, in the strongest way possible, literally the strongest way possible. Yeah, that guy's pretty. Good. <laughs> that guy's really good, actually. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Man. He's a guy you can't really, really control game a game. You can only hope to contain. If you could watch one of his games, I would because it's kind of. I can't like imagine what it would be like as a motherfucker in the secondary who's like two hundred twenty pounds, maybe at the most, and you're staring down the barrel at this motherfucker running at you. Well, most DBs aren't even that big. <laughs> that's well, what it feels like. Most, yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Grab on and hope to hope to fall. <laughs> trip him, trip him. <laughs> Aim for the legs, bro. Take his ankle. His legs are massive too. <laughs> it's literally like his commercial. Like he'll drag some people. No, he's a dog, man. He really <laughs> is. One of the uh, freaks in Asia. Yeah. That mean? being said, I just feel like there's too much firepower in the AFC right now. Like you put these guys against, like you know. Put them against what? Who? 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 Who would you put these guys? The Bills. I mean, I just don't trust they their defense to win the Super Bowl. That's all it is. That's all it is. I'm not saying they can't make it, but I don't see that team winning the Super Bowl. I feel like there they'll be a team on par to beat that defense. You know what I mean? But Derrick Henry can control the game. They've been on playoff runs before. That's how this team started getting exciting. So maybe they're poised. 
I think they're starting to get chemistry all around too. The defense isn't uh, terrible enough where I don't think it's impossible. So bend but don't break defense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean I don't know, man. I think that's a bit of an. I don't know if I'd call it an underreaction. I feel like they've been trending a certain way for a minute now. Um, They even dating back to like a couple years ago. Let's move on. The Bengals are uh, the team to beat in the AFC North. I still give that title to the Ravens. But I wouldn't be surprised. Let me remind you, forty-one to seventeen. No, I understand. I definitely understand. You know what I mean. But we also lost to the Bears twenty something to nine, and I feel like if we played them again, it wouldn't go that way. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that the Ravens would destroy the Bengals, but I feel like it'd be a lot more of a competitive game. You know what I mean? That's true. I I feel like Joe Burrow, if he's arrived, he's just arrived. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> That's a scary sight. Right? And <laughs> like, Burrow. But at the same time, Lamar Jackson, we had this talk. People are saying that the season he's playing now is better than the, his MVP season. I mean, honestly, I saw the statistics next to each other. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are two, like, scary dudes, man. Beasts in this league. I mean, I still think the Ravens are the, are, are the team in the AFC North, but the Bengals are going to definitely be exciting to watch. They could uh, have the same record by the end of the season. That wouldn't shock me Dude, at all. It's definitely, yeah, man. At this point, now. Best division right now, honestly. Bengals proved me wrong. What do you think, James? Yeah, the Bengals are nice, especially with the rookie Chase. They have that, they have that chemistry, you know what I mean? So it's like, he just, just like you Chase, said, he, he, just, he just arrived. It's so beautiful, man. Like, he, he just arrived. Jeez, yeah. Can't As wait to see LSU what they fan. can do. But, yeah, I'm going to have to give a cake to, obviously, the Ravens, too, to be honest with you. Like they, like you said, you play them again. I think the Ravens probably win. Okay, but they put up a fight. The, the well, we'll see it later on the season. Yeah, Bengals been proving this wrong so far. You know what I mean? For real. Let's move it last to the last one. Gruden was the problem on Las Vegas. You wanted to say Oakland, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's uh, honestly during this season, it was feeling that like he got his guys, he built his, you know what I mean, like core. But you can kind of get the feeling that this team wasn't on page. It was slipping. It was weird, bro. In a similar way to the last two seasons now, where this team has done really well early, and then for some fucking reason they just fall off a cliff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's pretty nuts that when he got there, think about how many players wanted to leave. Like, we kind of don't think about it like that. You don't get cussed out by Nelson Aguilar, who was there for one year in the locker room, for no reason. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's... Like, let's keep it a buck. And it's like, the team itself... Like, I thought that they were rocking with Gruden a lot harder than they really were because as soon as he left, some players started really saying how they felt. And what got me the most and what does make me feel like Gruden was a problem because they're two in no sense. They're playing like... They're on all cylinders right now, and it's nuts. Because uh, this coach has a lot of uh, coaching experience, but zero head coach experience. And look how this team has rallied behind him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's very impressive to see. But the reason why I say what I said is because I saw uh, Josh Jacobs say in an interview that now that John Gruden's gone, there's, like, no anxiety on the sideline. Because Josh Jacobs is a pretty straight-up fucking dude. Like, that, like he, he'll tell fans, I don't give a fuck about your fantasy team. I don't give a fuck about this. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, Josh Jacobs, I follow him on Instagram. He's pretty straight-up, bro. And when he said that, I believe him. He said that nobody's making a big deal out of small mistakes, and and you know what I mean. So like the players are like looser, they're playing better. You no know what I mean? Screaming in your face when you fuck up. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Like John Gruden is they a move lot on to the next play now, so you know what I mean. John Gruden was an intense coach, and it's like you wanted it to work. It sounded good on paper, but let's be honest, it it, it wasn't working. He was so stubborn in his ways that it was kind of a cancer to the team. And that's a kind of oh, man. Wow, that that's exactly how I felt about yeah. it. I just and now, how much of the credit do you him. think Mike Mayock gets in all of this? Because the way it was breaking down, the way it is like John Gruden had a fifty-one to forty-nine percent like. Basically, he had final say. He was also calling other plays, too. You know? Yeah. So, I feel that. Uh, Mike Mayock does should get a little bit of, of the blame. I still he's I still feel like he might be somewhat on the hot seat. But if this team keeps winning, he'll be fine. But, if but shit I'll goes say bad, this. Like, the man has been on that fucking podium answering these, like, fucking out, super, like, difficult questions. Like, this is a very unique situation. And, like, he's he's had to sit in that chair and, like, handle it. Mark Davis isn't going to get on that fucking podium. He's too rich, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This shit's crazy. But, yeah, it's starting to look like Gruden was the fucking problem here. Yeah, it's nuts. I agree. And they, they started 3-0 with him, too. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Can't wait to see what we can do. Continue, yeah. the, continue the win streak. <laughs> For real. Rich Passaccia, 2-0 as a head coach. Hey, you're watching, motherfucker. He's a Raider. <laughs> He's a Raider. We appreciate we you, it. brother. Hey, man, that's been uh, segment three. Y'all got anything to say? It's been a fun time here tonight. Just want to say thank you guys, you know what I mean, for another beautiful show. A lot of fun on the show today. Shout out the Raiders who are 5-2, and two, the baby. Raiders. Let's keep it going. 5-2, man. I'd like to thank uh, James Ben and Samaj Melson for sliding. It's been fucking awesome, guys. And thank Hell you, Carmelo yeah. Anthony, for scoring 28 and the Lakers win. Had to slip that in there. Also, thank you, Steph Curry, for being an absolute monster these last three games. And shout out the Celtics. <laughs> We're going to cut that part out right now. <laughs> also want to give a huge shout out to Solid Bites Media for uh, letting us do our thing here, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, Put an applause on that. Can we get an applause on that? Oh man, that's that cool. was beautiful. That Fuck was the yeah, show. Man. Thank you guys so much. Stay low. <laughs>